Welcome to The New Way, the bite-sized podcast for leaders and executives like you who want to transform their organisation and inspire people to work in new ways. Forget stalled progress and disappointment from upstairs. Each episode, I reveal how to communicate your vision, drive change, and become the leader that everyone loves. No BS or fluff, just the practical info that you need. I'm Dr. Kate Byrne. Get ready for actionable insights, mini execution plans, and game-changing secrets from my 20 years in the trenches, supporting senior leaders to introduce the new way. (laughs) Let's get started. Hello, hello, it's Kate here, and I'm so glad you're joining me for today's episode of The New Way. It's been a busy week around here. (laughs) I'm supporting a couple of different federal government clients at the moment. Uh, You know, wonderful, committed people, really exciting programs, and they're programs where there's a big gap between where they are now, the current reality of the situation, and where they would like to be, the desired end state. And, you know, something I see over and over when there's a big gap like this is that there can be a tendency for us to feel like we need to do all the things. (laughs) But that's not necessarily the best approach or even true. So much wasted effort. Instead, the key is, of course, to focus your efforts on what's most important and to invest your time and resources in those things that are really going to move the needle. That's why in today's episode, I want to give you a bit of a reality check uh, and share my take on what's worth it and what's a complete waste of time (laughs) when it comes to driving organizational transformation. I get it. There's only so many hours in the day and there are many, many competing priorities. As a senior leader, your time and attention, well, it's like gold dust for your transformation agenda. You know, it's so important that we direct your efforts to the most high impact activities. And of course, when you see progress and results from your efforts, you are more likely to be motivated to keep driving things because, I mean, that's just human nature. We want to see progress based on our effort. A huge percentage of really important and expensive transformation initiatives fail every year, and that includes initiatives with very engaged, invested, and well-meaning leadership. So it makes sense for us to be finessing our efforts to give us the best chance of success, doesn't it? Today, I want to help clear your plate, to give you some time back to focus on other priorities and to give you some confidence that the time and attention that you're directing to your reform program isn't wasted or even worse, potentially even doing more harm than good. So without further ado, let's dive into five transformation mistakes that are a complete waste of time. (laughs) The first massive time waster is thinking that you'll be able to change anyone's behavior other than the behavior of your direct reports. I can tell you right now, that's just a fool's errand. And I have uh, supported civilian defense and law enforcement clients. And I can tell you, this stands true in those environments as well. This comes down to understanding the difference between your sphere of authority and your sphere of influence. Even given your senior leadership position, 
you don't have direct authority over everyone in the place. That said, I'm betting that you do have considerable influence. While you have the authority, of course, to insist that everyone in your team of direct reports change their behavior and start doing things in line with the new way, it is just a complete waste of your precious time trying to apply your authority across the board. And that's especially true when we're seeking to transform employee attitudes and behaviors across the entire organization. Instead, I really recommend that you have the goal of influencing everyone in the place. As a senior leader, think about using your influence to start and reinforce a cascade of you know, excitement about and commitment to the change across the entire organization. You can be super influential by being visibly supportive, telling the strategic narrative over and over and creating the facilitating conditions that make it easier for people to adopt the new way of doing things. And the way that you can do that, for example, is by like baking it into the organization. For example, incorporating the transformation into enabling structures and policies and processes, that type of thing. The next total time waster is talking about what motivates you. Now, look, I didn't mean for that to sound really harsh. <laughs> I apologize. But research tells us that the case for change and the benefits that motivate senior organizational leaders are not the same as those that motivate your employees. So while kicking goals and meeting organizational performance KPIs might really excite you, <laughs> guaranteed job security getting their next pay increment, learning new skills that are going to help them on their career progression, being able to keep working with a manager that they really love. They're the kinds of things that might light a fire under your employee's ass. Now, of course, I've just made those up. They're examples. It's really important to understand your stakeholders and to speak their language throughout the change journey. But hopefully you're getting my point. Of course, share your motivations with your leadership team, the leadership group, and maybe even your work besties. But beyond that, be sure that you're talking about what motivates your stakeholders anytime you're talking about the transformation agenda. The third absolute waste of time when it comes to driving transformation, as far as I'm concerned, is having an open door policy. And, <laughs> you know, I hope my saying that just now made you sigh with relief. <laughs> my take is that we don't need to have an open door policy to be friendly, accessible, influential leaders. Most employees aren't going to take you up on the offer of kind of, you know, strolling into your office, whether that be virtual or physical, to ask questions about your reform agenda. And those that do aren't necessarily the folks that you should be dedicating your limited time to. Of course, there might be a few key stakeholders or influencers that you might engage with in a special type of way for strategic reasons. But I've got to tell you, that's a big might and it's not necessarily something that I always recommend. Instead, your time is way better spent on actions that will have an impact on the entire organizational community or the employee society as a whole, because we want the transformation to take hold across the business or across the entire department. 
So close your office door. (laughs) Go ahead. There's much more meaningful ways to engage with your people. Now, this next time waster is a quick one, but it can make a big difference. In fact, if this is something that you're doing, I encourage you to stop immediately. The mistake is presenting the transformation in a super positive light. If you've been painting a picture of the future and the change journey as 100% rosy, you might actually be doing more harm than good. It's a waste of time. Now, I know that sounds counterintuitive, but overemphasizing the positive reasons for change can actually water down the potential impacts of the transformation in your stakeholders' minds. Research has proven that us humans are more likely to take action against losing something that we already have rather than we are to take action to gain something more or to you know, create something better. So your takeaway with this point is that it's okay to let people know that the change journey might be hard at times and that speaking realistically about avoiding downside can help motivate employee behavior change. So there's no need to wrap folks in cotton wool. The fifth and last time waster that I want to mention today is a little bit different to the other mistakes we've talked about so far. The mistake is about overly relying on formal recognition as a way of, um, you know, rewarding and motivating people to participate in your transformation agenda. Now, for the record, I think that big rewards and recognition like official awards, promotions, scholarships, bonuses, acting opportunities, all of those kinds of things, they can be amazing when it comes to engaging staff and calling out desirable behaviors. But the mistake is thinking that you've got to go big or go home with this strategy. The truth is that small, unexpected acknowledgement can be more powerful than big formal recognition or expensive pay rises or bonuses. Believe me when I tell you, I know how much work it can take to design and bring an official reward and recognition framework to life. There are lots of moving parts to consider and there are many decisions for you and your leadership team to make when it comes to bringing those types of initiatives to life. And look, while I think they are a great thing to have and you definitely want to align your recognition framework with your organizational values and priorities, of course, A personal thank you card or an unexpected email from you to an unsuspecting team member thanking them for their participation in a program or perhaps for championing the business change in a specific way, that kind of stuff can have a disproportionate impact on change motivation that is really, really hard to beat. Have you ever received a small, unexpected personal thank you like that? I bet that you have, and I bet that it felt great. Those small gestures can really surprise and delight and can leave the recipient feeling a special sense of pride that is going to take their efforts to the next level. I don't mean to be talking about me now, but I have personally had the experience of winning awards and you know big prizes that involve kind of fancy stuff like walking across the stage, getting a medal, being interviewed, sitting next to the chief minister, those types of things. 
And hand on heart, I can tell you that a genuine thank you card or an email that unexpectedly lands in my inbox from someone that I respect connects on a much more personal and powerful level. This small action is just so much easier than the whole shebang, you know, in terms of an official award ceremony, but it will create raving fans that are more personally invested in the success of your transformation initiative. And over time, it will help build change commitment and momentum across the organization. So there you have it five transformation mistakes that are a complete waste of time and some suggestions to make your efforts more impactful. I hope the ideas in this episode resonated and give you back some of your precious time each week. (laughs) If you found our conversation useful today, I would love you to please subscribe to the podcast and to please share it with one other person that you think will enjoy it. You know, I just think getting transformation right is so important and so many transformation initiatives fail and that represents just so much wasted effort, time, money, heartache and I'm really passionate about helping leaders get and keep their reform agenda on track. I'm eager to build a community of like-minded people around it. So if you know um, of someone who might benefit from this information, please send it their way. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you have a super productive week. I'm really looking forward to connecting with you again next week. So I'll catch you soon. Bye. Bye.